Hello, everybody. Joe Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It's Friday, and the market, uh, it's still moving up. That's amazing. Uh, Tesla, as you know, signed a deal with GM to use the charging network. So now it looks like Tesla's charging network is going to dominate, at least here in the United States. Uh, and that is an amazing thing because what that means probably is that Tesla is going to have a secondary stream of income that's going to be pretty tough to beat. It's going to be, you know, uh, it's going to be Tesla cars, of course, and then Ford and then GM. Now, uh, of course, Hyundai uh, is is still out there. They, they use a different standard, uh, as does uh, Rivian and some of the other ones. But I have a feeling that, uh, you know, with this news on GM, we're probably likely to see the other ones come in, too, because... Uh, I just don't think this is going to be a Betamax situation. I think it's, I don't think there's going to be a, like a, a Apple Android uh, Apple Android situation. I think it's going to be more like a Betamax situation where you know VHS eventually takes over. And I definitely think the charging standard that Apple uh, that uh, Apple that uh, Tesla has is superior. And it does look like they're going to have they're going to have the bulk of the charging station. They have three thousand, but they're going to build more. And of course. The interesting thing about that is even in a recession, this should do well because of the government tax credits. The government is going to be forced now to give money to Tesla because it looks like everybody's going to have to jump in under the standard of the the Tesla charging stations. Blink charging and also uh, plug power, they're all both, both of those are down because it looks like their standards may not be the one. So very interesting thing going on here. I want to show you a bunch of uh, shares. I want to show you, first of all, uh, uh, what's the reaction from Blink Charging, BLNK, uh, is, the, is, the, um, is, the, is the, the checker on this one. And I want to show you, this is, this is kind of what's happening. Of course, this is a competitor of, uh, the, you know, th this, is, this is a competitor of, um, the Tesla charging system, and you, see, you can see blank charging. Now, I traded this one pretty successfully about about got blank charging. I think it's a good time to possibly sell because uh, I think this one, you know, maybe well, it may merge. It, it could do that, uh, but uh, it's more than likely going to be under pressure. Uh, to you know, they're gonna, they're gonna, more than likely they're going to be under pressure here. So I would be super careful uh, with with this uh, with like blink charging or charge point is the other one, and uh, I would just be super careful with them. They're going probably lower. That would be my guess on that. Uh, is that is they're probably they're probably going to move lower on this news with uh, with the the Tesla charging. So definitely something to look at. Um, we are in a confirmed uptrend, uh, and that is a good thing. Uh, we're, we're sort of in a power trend, and it does look like all three indexes were up today. Uh, the NASDAQ was up, the S&P, and the Dow. Now, they weren't up by a lot, but uh, the fact of the matter is that they have continued on their upward trend. So this is a very good uh, development and uh, it does look like we're in a power trend. I'm very heavily invested right now. I'm about 98.5% invested. I'm just, I have a little bit of things that I'm not invested in. Uh, I'm not on margin, but you know, I am very heavily invested. 
wanted to show you this uh, stock that uh, that I've had. It's called Samsara. This had a high tight flag. There's two stocks really that I've been investing in that do have hot, two high uh, high tight flags. One of course is Samsara, and the other one is Tesla. Uh, Samsara. Let's take a look at the live chart on, on Samsara. It, the symbol is IOT, and what this company does is basically they, um, you know, they uh, track vehicles. So if you have a vehicle tracker, it will track it in real time. I, I checked out their their uh, website. Very very interesting stock. I think a very interesting area of the market. Let's take a look at the live screen here. Just a, a quick uh, second here. As you can see, when it, it exploded, when it moved above the uh, when it when it when it moved above the 2259 uh, pivot, it exploded out and then it's moved up and then it pulled back a little bit, moved up again today. I expect this one to continue to to move higher. I think we're going to see 30 on this one uh, very, very shortly. So definitely something to look at. Now it is extended, so it's going to be tough to buy it here. Um, this, is the, this is the only problem when you get these high tight flags is that you know, they, they, they explode out, they, they go up 20%, and then, you know, it's they're tough to buy because they're so far above the 21-day line. Currently, this is 28% above the 21-day line. So here's what I would probably do. I think I, I think that you need to, if you're going to try to buy Samsara on, uh, next week, the best thing to do probably is going to be to put a limit order in right about here at about 26 or 26.5. That's going to be a good place probably to put it and just wait. It's going to probably pull back down. It's probably going to adjust, and then maybe you'll get some uh, more of the shares. But I definitely think that this is headed uh, possibly to 30 uh, next week. It's close to its all-time high, as we can see looking at the weekly chart here. 30 is basically the key. If it can move above 30, then it's going even higher. One of the things I'd like to point out uh, on, on the screen is that you can take a look and see on the on the fundamentals the sales were up 43 percent last quarter over quarter they're still in a money losing uh they're still losing two cents a share but i suspect that next quarter we're going to see that move uh we're, we're gonna we're gonna see that change and i think we're gonna move higher uh that's just my that's just my guess it's a relatively new company so i mean there are some issues related to that, but uh, it is definitely looking very, very good uh, in terms of the shares there. Um, also, I'd like to point out the stock of the day. Now, I did buy this one, uh, and that, of course, is um, that, of course, is uh, IOT. Um, and uh, let's see if I can uh, get a little bit better. There we go. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit better. Um, IOT, uh, that one is also moved up. It, so it also had a, a high tight, is forming a high tight flag. Let's look at that one. Sam Sarah, um, the, uh, I'm sorry, on, on, excuse me. <laughs> That's the stock of the day. Get confused here. This one did move above the 50 day moving average and it is the IBD stock of the day. Definitely something to take a look at. You can see it's come down. It based. Uh, here, the the original pivot was 24.11. It then moved up. It it uh, it hit a high of 34.88. Pulled back down and went up. Now, one of the things is that every start of every new in every every new bull market cycle, 
it seems, and I don't know why this is true, but in the last about 20 years, we've had a shoe company in there. Now, I know that's very strange. Uh, I don't, this is, this is not scientific. I haven't done the research on this, but this is just kind of anecdotal evidence. Every time we come into one of these upward trends, we get a shoe company. And it looks like it's on on this time. I mean, it was Nike before that. It was uh, also Skechers is doing really well. When we have an uptrend in the market, for some reason, people go out and buy shoes. I don't understand why this is the case. I just know that it's been the case for a while now. So this is one that we might want to look at also on on. Now, I've been buying this one. I think I have annotated it. Let me just see if I've annotated this with my buy points. I was I was not a little bit behind today. In, in my annotations, oh no, I didn't annotate this one, but I can show you kind of where I where I started buying it. Basically, right about thirty here uh, is where I where I bought it when it crossed over the fifty day moving average. So, pretty interesting, um, you know, pretty interesting stock there as well. All right, let's get into uh, everything that I'm holding currently, showing the stocks that I sold off, and then let's get to the questions. All right, here we go. Um, here are the stocks that I'm holding currently. I have a large position in Tesla. I have about 60% of my portfolio currently in Tesla, and that was up about $9 today, doing pretty well. We'll see. I think it's probably going to pull back. Uh, let's take a quick look at the, at the chart on Tesla, T-S-L-A. The, the reason Tesla is making these moves is because it's moved beyond some support. So... Let's just jump on over to the Tesla chart, and there we go. You can definitely see it here. Uh, we've the, where the critical level here was 207. This was the pivot. Now I started buying it a little bit below that. I started on the 28th. That's when I first started accumulating a half a position, and then and then I added and added. And this also doesn't show the other portfolios that I've been adding it in. But once it once I started basically right here on what they call the low cheat. This is what Mark Mickamini uh, talks about, Minervini talks about. What I did is I drew a line here, and then as it moved above that line, that's where I started my, my uh, acquisition of Tesla shares and I moved up. Now I'm currently, uh, in my portfolios, I'm currently about 60% uh, uh, of my portfolios currently are in Tesla. So uh, we'll see how that does. I may, I may reduce, I may take some profits, but for right now, I'm I'm definitely in Tesla, pretty pretty big. Uh, that's that's the thing. Uh, also, I have a, a share of some shares of AMD, the Trade Desk. Now I was down a little bit on Palantir. That's starting to pull back, but I'm not. I, I think Palantir, PLTR, also it's another one that really should uh, you should really take a look at. As you can see, I'll show you my uh, my uh, my buying here on this one came up. Uh, and then we we just moved into it. As you can see, these are these are buys. All these are buys here, all the way up. So currently, we've pulled back a little bit in after hours trading, um, but I do think that you know it's going to consolidate here, and then it possibly could move higher. Um, there was a lot. It, this this moved down a lot, but it was in previous times it was above 30. So hopefully we can get back sort of to that level. I don't think there's a lot of there's going to, I don't think there's going to be a lot of, um, uh, there's very little overhead supply left, and that's right about here. So I think that we have a clear shot uh, on this up to 20 and maybe maybe even 25 uh, by the end of summer. So 
maybe even sooner than that. So we'll see uh, how we'll see how that goes. Thanks for holding up, everybody. Let's get into the questions. Thank you so much, Tony. Thank you so much, Tony. Um, Jim, uh, is is Rollins a good buy or hold? That's a that's a pest control company, ROL. And uh, what it is is uh, I had it before, um, and I I did sell it. Uh, I did sell it. It's sort of in a base. It's sort of in a base pattern. Uh, let's see if I can. I, I sold it when I when it, when it when it moved lower. So that was. Let's take a look at the chart for Rollins, really quickly here. With Rollins, um, it it was it was way up here to forty two. It came right up to forty two, and it could not hold this. It could not pass the pivot. It it right here with the pivot. It it tried to it tried to move above. It, it tried to move above on a cut basis, and then it pulled back. Now it sort of tried to. It's sort of forming a handle. Uh, it, it it's it's sort of forming a handle. So maybe, uh, you know, maybe it might be a buy. But I'm I'm a little bit concerned about this. Now it may get some support at the at the at the um, at the uh, 21 day moving average. Um, but right now with the relative strength, the relative strength line is moving down. So I wouldn't be in this one just based on that relative strength line. It's moving lower. So I think it's probably better to, if you, if you have it, what I would do is I would sell half the position. It may come back and move higher, but what I would do, uh, Tony here is I would sell half of the position. Uh, and that's, that's sort of how I would handle uh, Rollins. So real good question. Um, and uh, Troy, thank you very much. Is the market bullish? Um, I definitely think it is. I think we've I think we've passed a very important um, a, a, an important area in the market. Let's take a look at the at the uh, um, the S and P. Let's see if I can get the S and P 500 up here. This is not the ETF. This is the actual S and P a chart of the actual S and P. So let's take a look at that and kind of look at that. The key level. The key level that we needed to we needed to move above was right here, basically um, 41.95, uh, and it, we're moved we're, we're we're moved past that, so we're we're definitely in bull market territory right now. Uh, you know, if we had been rejected at 4200 and it pulled back, then we would have been kind of in the same old same old. If we go to the weekly chart, you can definitely see this. Um, the key level is right here. At this high, and you can see that we've moved into this in, into this high. Now, we do have a we 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 do have a potential stumbling block, and that's basically at forty three twenty five. We're currently on the S and P at forty two ninety ninety eight. So we're basically right at forty three hundred. So we do have to get through this one hurdle here. If we can move in this next week above forty three twenty five and hold above there. Then I think we're very likely to have we're likely to see even more, even uh, even even more of a bullish market until we get to about 46. You see what I'm doing here? Basically, I'm looking at the higher highs, and then if we can hold and move above the higher high, that means we're in a new trading range. Right now, when uh, basically on uh, on Tuesday on Tuesday we started to move above this trading range. We were basically in the trading range from here to here from from basically 3800 all the way up to about 4200 now we moved past that so we're in a new trading range 
I'm just going to kind of draw a dotted line here. It's not not the greatest artwork, I can't, I guarantee you. But we're in this new trading range now. So I definitely think that uh, we're in a bullish market and we've moved from lower trading range to a top, higher trading range. And that means, I believe, that we're going to see it move higher. As long as we don't drop below 4,200 on the S&P, I think it's going to look pretty good. Uh, I, I, I think it's I think it's going to look pretty good. All right, let's take a look at NVIDIA for Lisa. Thank you so much, Lisa. I did buy a small position in NVIDIA. I wish I had bought more. Um, and the reason I bought was because of a pullback. And let's go and take a look at the daily chart. Uh, kind of to see that. Here we go. Um, here's the, with the daily chart. Basically, we had this gap up here. And then we tested at 400, we went up, we tested at 400, it, it pulled back sort of at a handle. And then now we hit the, 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 we hit the 10 day line and it bounced up off the 10 day line. Let's see how close we are to that 10 day line. And as you can see, we're right on it. We're basically right on that 10 day line. We're a little bit extended over the 21 day line at about uh, 354. We're about 9% above that. But I suspect that we're going to probably be in a trading range probably for a little bit. I think we're going to go sideways here probably for a few for for a little bit of time. And then these index lines will catch up to where it is. And I think that if that's if that happens, we're likely to see it move higher. Now, it needs to move above 400 in order for it to be, move into a new trading range. It The trading range, the, 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 uh, the resistance is right here. What happened is it moved up through resistance, but it was rejected. As you can see right there, it was rejected. So it moved up, moved through resistance, but it was rejected. So it's in a tra trading range, ga gathering steam, and then hopefully it'll move higher. Now, if we look at the volume, we can definitely see that we are still, our volume is a little bit lower than average. If this moves above average, then I think we're going to see it move higher. But I did, I, I did buy a I did buy some, some, some Nvidia, and I bought it basically right at the 10-day line, and that's the reason is, is I think this this line will continue to move up, and then I think we will eventually see another test on the $400 uh, dollar price, and if we do, that potentially will make it move higher. So uh, I'm very bullish on uh, Nvidia right now. I think if we look at uh, uh, you know, we, we, we look at the, the overall, I think it's got, a, it's got a decent checklist, not a great checklist, but the thing that the reason I'm so bullish on it is because it just became a trillion dollar company. And it just seems like right now the big money is moving into, uh, it's, it's basically moving into the large cap tech. So what I did do today, today is I sold the rest of my Google. It was doing okay. It's probably going to go higher. But I just wanted to 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 move into a little bit faster horses. I sold my Google, bought some bought some Nvidia, and uh, bought some uh, IoT. So that's kind of what I did. That's Samsara. Um, all right, this is an interesting question too from Michael Fieldhouse. Is it a good time to buy TSLL? Well, TSLL is a really interesting. Um, it is is a really interesting. Uh, Security. It's an ETF that that uh, trades one and a half times the volatility of Tesla. And how do they do that? Well, they basically buy the options, uh, and that's how they do it. They hold the options in this ETF. So it is a little bit more risky 
Uh, and this basically moves one and a half times the rate of the um, of, of of Tesla. If you look at the if you look at the weekly chart, let's take a look at the weekly chart. Pretty much, just in it, it's a relatively new security. It just started out here, really in uh, September of 22. Um, it almost tracks exactly. Uh, it almost tracks exactly Tesla. Let's kind of, let's kind of take a look and see what its performance was since the first of the year. Let's compare them both because I think that's a really interesting thing to do. Uh, so I'm going to go from the first of the year. And I'm going to track TSLL versus Tesla. There we go. And so we can kind of take a um, take a look at that. So let's you know, jump on over to that uh, um, to that screen here. Now this stock is. This is Tesla right here, as you can see. This is a year. This is a year. Basically, going back, this is going to be January one, and it almost exactly follows the shape of what Tesla does. But but you see that it's it's more. It's like one and a half times because this is they're using the options here. So yes, I mean if you're if you're convinced as I am that Tesla is going to move higher, this might be a good alternative, especially because. You don't have to buy. You don't have the expense of the Tesla shares, so you could acquire quite a bit of this um, and not you know, not have the not have the expense of the um, you know you know not have the expense of the Tesla shares, and that might be something that would work uh, pretty well. Uh, I personally have the Tesla shares, but I'm looking at a core position, hopefully until it moves up to about 300. That's where I probably will start s selling if. I continue in this one, but uh, this is the this is the um, this is this is the the Tesla bull 1.5x time. So uh, it is a little extended here. We you know we came through the pivot on this one was twelve dollars fifty three, and then it it pulled up and then it's gotten a little bit of little bit of resistance here, uh, it, it, a little bit of resistance. I do kind of expect this to pull back a little bit to about fifteen. If you want to buy this one. What I'd recommend doing possibly is setting a limit order at 15 and seeing if you could get it at about 15. I do think it's likely to uh, to pull back a little bit next week. This is the 15-minute chart, so you can see that today it gapped up, then hit a high right here at about 15.6, and then pulled back. So typically, when these pull back like this and the volume goes up, that's when that's when you want to buy. You want to buy as it's pulling back. So maybe 15.6 would be a good place to buy it. Uh, but I think you, I think I do I do like this uh, this idea of these uh, leverage ETF. But be wary, be wary though, because they are potentially uh, they're they're potentially uh, more risky. So, uh, so so that's the that's the basically that's the basic thing about them. All right, let's see Pan W. This is Palo Alto Networks, of course. Uh, let's look at PANW. PANW. Now, I wanted, I've wanted to buy this one. I just haven't gotten a good entry. You know, I just haven't been able to get a good entry on it. Um, this is definitely the one. Uh, in, you know, if if you're looking for something in the software security area, which is great, this is right now in the buy zone. 
by the way, this is the this is the this is the buy zone right here. Okay, so it is absolutely viable right now. It's almost right at the ten day line. Let's take a look. And yes, it is. It's almost right on the ten day line, and it's it's only five percent above the the twenty the twenty one day line. You could definitely buy it here. Now, a little bit of concern. We do have a little bit of weakness in the relative strength. It went up, and then it's pulling down a little bit, but still, not much to worry about. I don't think. Here, I like this a lot. It's got a hundred percent checklist, very very strong. Uh, when when you when you're talking about that hundred percent checklist on this one, so that is indeed really really good. So I definitely would recommend uh, buying this, and I think you could buy this at market. Uh, so I think uh, I you know I, I think Pan W, uh, P A N W, is a market buy. So I could I could set you could just you could just do a market order on this one, uh, and I definitely think that uh, yeah this is a good this is a good stock and uh, definitely set up very very well. Let's just take a look at the weekly chart. Yeah, and we're at a new high. See, this is another thing too. You always want to try to buy stocks at their. Uh, you 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 always want to buy. Uh, you you always want to buy stocks at their higher high. Let me see if I can show you the whole chart here hold on one sec oh goodness um yeah i gotta take the data boxes off there we go so if we're looking at the whole chart here um you know it was it was moving up very strongly basically here to march 22nd then it pulled back and then it's in this consolidation and it's just moved above the consolidation so very 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 good um uh, very good place to buy it in the buy zone right now this is the buy zone and this is on this is on the weekly chart so in the buy zone on the daily and on the weekly chart so that's very good <coughs> so pan w panw is a buy uh especially especially now that we've we've moved to essentially a um, a market like this all right roman thank you very much uh, what happened to the oil? Well, oil, unfortunately, because of the Saudis, you know, they're cutting back on oil. The Saudis are trying to support the price of oil. We have a little bit of deflation going on in the oil market. It kind of overcorrected. And so um, right now, the price of crude is down, and that is that is hampering things. Um, unfortunately, with Oxy, this is the big position, by the way, that uh, Warren Buffett has. Um, we just lost support, you know, really, unfortunately, you know, hindsight's 2020. We have the, we have really the time to have been trading oil was in, you know, the first part of the year from Jan, you know, really from December on to about uh, mid February, then it kind of just lost it there, unfortunately. And we had a, we had, we had the death cross happen and uh, it's tried to rally, but uh, has not been able to get strength. It's in a trading range. This is the bottom of the consolidation here, and this is the top of the consolidation here. We're basically moving kind of like this. I think we'll get a bounce, and I, I mean, this might have been a bounce here. We may get a bounce, but right now I think that if you're in it, you probably want to cut your exposure, and then if it can move above the 200-day line, that's where you want to rebuy it. I'm, I'm still relatively bullish on oil, but it's but because of the geopolitical situation, uh, you know, it's it's difficult right now. So 
uh, yeah, I'm not in it right now. I do like it. Oh, there we go. Uh, Patent went up because they replaced the dish. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, replaced the dish. That's very interesting. Thank you, Mike. Uh, Michael, for, for, for giving me that information. Um, that's interesting. So they just went into the Fortune. Okay, so for everyone out there that doesn't know, whenever a stock goes into the Fortune 500, all of the index funds have to buy it. So like the, the S&P 500 uh, ETF, the Spider SPY, that's the biggest, uh, will have to buy Panamer, uh, PANW, will have to buy it because it's now part of the S&P 500. So that definitely pushes the price up. I remember when, I remember buying, uh, you know, this is, I bought and sold uh, uh, Tesla several times, but when Tesla became part of the Fortune 500, I mean, S&P 500, that's when I when I when I started really accumulating it. So uh, that's a very good sign, uh, and it's very interesting. All right, there we go. You made a perfect buy on Tesla. Thank you so much, Sam Deep. I appreciate it. Well, it's it's really the thing about it. I got a little bit lucky, obviously, because you never you know you always get lucky. But the thing, but, but the main thing was, I'm pretty, I pretty I watched Tesla very carefully, but it also is starting. To make a move, and you can tell it that by the, you can tell that by the charts. So, I definitely think we're going to see it move. Uh, if it can move a past about one for uh, two forty-five or so, we're going to see it probably move up to about three hundred. So, the next buy point on Tesla, just jump on over for that. TSLA, of course, is the symbol for it. Um, is basically the next opportunity. I'm going to go to the weekly chart to show you this. Um, this is the ceiling right now. This is the resistance right here at 300. But there's an intermediate higher high, and it's right here. It's right here at about um, at, at about 237. We're beyond that now. We're at about 244. And so the next one is going to be right about here and uh, in the in the 265 range. So let's see if we could see that. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we, we've surpassed 237.45. That's a key level. And you see, we just did that in the after hours. We, before, uh, we, we surpassed this one, this in the, in the, um, in the after hours, the next level is right about here. Okay. And that's going to be right below 300. And if we look at this, I think that if we can hold above 237, we pretty much have smooth selling up to about 293. That's my guess. Um, and then uh, beyond that, up to about 318. So it depends on if it can move. But I definitely think that this is going to be a fairly easy. This is going to be a fairly easy move for Tesla. And also, you can see the tremendous volume that's coming in. By the way, this is a logarithmic chart here. And every one of these bars is above the average. So this is definitely very, very bullish. Now, it's probably going to pull back on Monday because it's been up 11 days. So it's very unlikely that it's going to go up 12 days. So expect a pullback tomorrow. That might give us a chance to get back in. I definitely think we're probably going to see a little bit of a pullback tomorrow, probably to about 237. That's my guess, uh, because that's sort of the line of last resistance. So Appreciate uh, appreciate uh, the the comment very very much uh, on that. All right, let's see. Let's get to question on TikTok. Thank you very much. I'm putting 
I, I'm putting Tesla to 200. Yeah, that. Uh, what's the Panda ticker? Ha! I'm looking at. Uh, oh, um, went up because of the GMD. Absolutely, it did. Uh, absolutely, that was one of the. I think you're going to see just uh, just a lot of information on. Uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of news to try to keep the price of Tesla up, but I definitely think it's going to happen. Uh, I, I definitely think it's going to happen. I think we're going to go to 300. That's that's sort of the next real resistance area for uh, for Tesla. All right, thoughts on Oracle, uh, another good stock, uh, O-R-C-L. Um, you know, I had been trading this one on and off. I never really had gotten anywhere, and I really missed the boat on this one. I sh- you know, it's funny when when the market when the market moves like this, there's so many good opportunities, and this is definitely a good opportunity. Now, the last pivot on this one was right here at 91.22. Um, 91.22 is, 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 is basically the last pivot. It came off of a cup with handle, uh, and then it moved above that. That basically happened back basically when they had earnings. And as you, oh, let's see if I can get that. So this was, this was where the, this is where the earnings happened right here uh basically in the first week of march about march 5th and then it just took off from there and it pulled back typically this is a classic pattern cup with handle earnings boom went went up now the question is can we buy this well we can get a secondary buy point on this one if you're not already in it and that would be at the 21 day line right now we're a little bit high above that 21 day line Here's what I would do if I wanted to pick up some Oracle. I would set my limit order at about 103.50. Uh, that's where I would set it and see if I could pick some up on that. So for um, for ORCL, uh, set a limit. Oops. Uh, set a limit order. At... 103.50. That's kind of where I would do it, just because I think that it's going to pull back to the 21-day line, and if it does, I think that's a good place to buy it right here at the 21-day line. Now it may not pull back that much. We may have to raise that up, that limit order up to the to the 10-day line at 106.37. That's more that's more likely actually, because if you'll notice. Oracle is just starting moving up that 10-day line. So it's coming down and touching it, but it's not really falling right now below that 10-day line. So probably this will pull back on Monday, and we might be able to get it for 106. Currently, it's 109.85 and looking very, very good. Let's look at the checklist on this one just to make sure. It's got a very strong checklist of 78%. This is a good, good one. The sales have been lagging a little bit. This is a larger cap. So the sales have been lagging a little bit, but uh, still a great, great stock. And definitely, I would try to go try it for a limit order at 103.50. If that didn't work, I would move it up higher than that, maybe to 106. Uh, and that's kind of where, um, kind of where it's at. All right, we're just about done. Uh, oh, Adobe, yeah. Let's let's look at Adobe, Roman. Thank you for that. And that'll probably be it for today. Uh, it's uh, uh adobe a d b e adobe systems 
And this one actually gapped up. So tremendous when they gap up like this. Yeah. Uh, and this was a blue dot today. Uh, so, but earnings are in six days. So be really careful here. I probably would not be a buyer here, but it's right at the buy point. So this is actually not a bad place to buy it. The only concern is we're six days in front of earnings. And it's typically not a good idea to buy within about a week of earnings because earnings can can move in both directions. They can move either up or down. It's very unpredictable. So I would probably hold off on Oracle until after earnings. If it shows real strength after earnings, I'd probably be a buyer. Uh, but I wouldn't probably buy it before earnings uh, in earnings are in six days. All right, let's do snow. And that's about it. Snowflake, of course, this is a very widely held by some of the funds. Uh, and of course, it's a data warehouse uh, company, data warehouse software that runs in the cloud and is very popular uh, out there. Um, this is the daily chart on it. We finally, we, we, we have a golden cross on this one. So we may be at the very beginnings of a good time to buy it. The 50-day is moving above that 200-day. That is bullish. Uh, we also have a lot of buying coming in, and we're very close to the 21-day moving average. The 21-day moving average currently is 168.45, so we're very close to that, and that would be a potentially a good place to enter the enter the uh, enter the stock. Now, it's in a trading range. It's going in a consolidation from here to about here. the The top of the trading range is about uh, 203 to 205, right in there. And so if it moves higher, we have really clear sailing probably from about here on up to about 200. So this would be a good place to enter it would be right about at the 21 day line, which is almost on it right now. It's 168.45. And the way you could do that is by putting in a limit order that that can be a, that can be a way that you can do it. You can put a limit order in there. If it pulls back to that 21-day line, that's where it automatically buys it. That's a good place to buy it at. All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody. Uh, I'm going off the pre-COVID levels. Yeah, not a bad idea. Um, Carvana. Wow. Put. <laughs> let's look at the. Let's look at somebody. Somebody wrote a Carvana put. I don't know if I would do that. I don't want Carvana. Um, C A R V. Let's look at that. Uh, yeah, no, C-A-R-V, Carver Baker. No, that's not, is that, I don't know, Carvana, C-A-R-V, I don't know what, anyways, uh, C-V-N-A, yeah, that's it, I'm sorry, C-V-N-A, yeah, well, you put a put, I hope you like buying, because you're probably going to end up owning it if you have a put, <laughs> but it's probably going to be more valuable. Yeah, look at this thing. It's just uh, it was up today. This is a this is a um, this is a dead cat bounce right here. It says the relative strength is ninety nine. Uh, what we're doing is we're getting short squeezes here. We're getting we're getting short squeezes. That's what's happening. Uh, I want to jump on over. Let's see, real quick. Let's do a calculation uh, here on the short interest on it. I know I'm going on kind of long here, um, but let's let's take a look at the at the weekly chart. It's going to give us the short. Let's see if we can get the short interest. Uh, do I have it here? No. Uh, 
uh, uh, okay. How many days short this is on the uh, markups of all boxes? Yeah, okay. So let's take a look for the short interest. Um, shares outstanding. Okay, two okay two point three days short interest on on this one, uh, and the way you do that is um, uh, let's let me show you how to do this. Uh, yeah, on the on the short interest, let me let me just do it. I don't I can't put the cap here, but basically what you do is you take the um, you take the number of days in the float. 2.3 uh, days of short interest. You multiply it times the average daily amount of um, uh, average daily amount of shares in the float. That's 100 million. Um, one, one, 100, 100.9 gives us that. Divide it by. Uh, 361. So, wow. Yeah, see, we, right now, here's the thing with this. Almost 60% of Carvana is being held short. So uh, there's going to be some short squeezes here. I would not want to be in this. Uh, I would not want to be in the stock. So be real careful. All right. Uh, I will be back on Monday. Thanks, everybody, for taking a look at the show. If you not aren't already, um, if 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 you are if you don't already if you're not already on the Dallas trading floor alerts, it's easy to do. All you have all you have to do is to like the show. Please like us because that really helps us get out there uh, to people. So smash the like button but not the small like button like I just did. Smash the big like button. And also, uh, also um, subscribe to us on YouTube as well. So subscribe to us on YouTube as well, please. I would really appreciate it. really helps get us out there to more people. So YouTube, uh, like, and I will see you uh, Monday. Happy trading, everybody.